the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We got it what comes Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Day Spring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave, Hyde Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 178 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen to today's message from Pastor David. Understanding with human understanding. So that is what we have looked at in our Bible studies. And of course, we only scratch the top of these things. I cannot encourage you to learn the wisdom of this world, but I can encourage you to learn the wisdom of God. For again, as far as the wisdom of this world is concerned, you are being taught the wisdom of this world every day. All the things that we see around, all the things that we experience tend to teach us the wisdom of this world. In fact, we also pay money, we pay tuition to go to school to learn the wisdom of this world. And we pay a great deal for that. And we study, we study all night long trying to learn the wisdom of man. But how much time do we put in to learn the wisdom of God? How much do we avail ourselves to learn the wisdom of God? For indeed, we need the wisdom of God to better understand the wisdom of this world. We need the wisdom of God to better understand the wisdom of this world. For indeed, we must not be ignorant of the wisdom of this world. Jesus Christ said, I send you as sheep among wolves. So be wise as serpent and gentle as doves. Be wise, a serpent, and gentle as a dove. Meaning, don't be ignorant of the wisdom of this world. Don't be ignorant of the wisdom of the devil. Because, again, Satan has got wisdom. And if there is any fight between Satan and the people of God, it's still based on wisdom. The whole fight is based on wisdom. As sheep among the wolves, we are instructed to be wise. To be wise as serpents. Be wise as serpents. Be gentle as doves. There is no way we are going to be wise as serpents without the wisdom of God. It is through the wisdom of God that we become wise as serpents. Not to learn the wisdom of serpents. It is not for us to begin to say, Oh, Jesus Christ said, be wise as serpents. And you begin to buy magic books or books on magic, witchcrafts. And books on astrology, books on palm reading, horoscopes, and you begin to deal into those things. No, that's not what Jesus Christ meant by saying, be wise as serpent. It's not for you to begin to learn the ways of the serpent. 
is is for you to learn the ways of God so that you can understand the ways of the devil. Be wise or something, saying, don't be ignorant of the ways of the devil. And of course, the scripture says that we should not be ignorant of the devices of Satan. If we are not going to be ignorant of the devices of Satan, then we need to learn the ways of God. When we know the ways of God, the ways of God expose the ways of the devil. Amen. The ways of God expose the ways of the devil. So, may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at the beginning of the life of Solomon. How he came to be attributed with great wisdom. Great wisdom given by God. Let's look at the beginning of the life of Solomon and how he came to be attributed with great wisdom. First Kings chapter 3, which is our text. First Kings chapter 3. The word of God is always new. The more you look, the better you see. First Kings chapter 3, if we read from verse 5. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask, what shall I give you? So this was in a dream. The Lord appeared to Solomon and said, ask, what shall I give you? Before we continue with this, let us first of all recognize the wisdom of God in choosing Solomon as a successor of King David. If we start from there, we can understand that God does everything that he does with wisdom. It's by wisdom that he created the world. It's by wisdom that the world continues So we first of all recognize the wisdom of God in choosing Solomon as King David's successor. How? How can God choose this man? How can God choose Solomon out of all the sons of David to be king? Has God forgotten the circumstances of his birth? That his mother is Bathsheba, the woman that David committed adultery with. How can God choose him to be the next king? What kind of wisdom in that? I mean, if you were to be amongst the king's makers, Solomon would not come would not come under the radar at all. You won't even consider him. Amen. You won't even consider him. But God chose him. This is not a deliberation. This was not by deliberation. This was by God's choice. God, by prophecy, said Solomon will be king. But did God forget the circumstances of his birth? Did God forget about who his mother was? Was God thinking about that? Did God think about that? Did God consider that at all? Of course, God considered everything. God considers everything when he makes decisions on things. But God chose Solomon still. But let it be clear to us that God does not condone or wink at sin. What David did was grave and grievous. But the grace of God is greater. Sin is grave and grievous. But there is great grace for the humble. Sin is grave and grievous, but there is great grace for the humble. Once you genuinely repent of your sins, God gives you a clean slate to start with. David repented of what happened. He even prayed that the Lord would spare the son that came as a result of that sin. God took away that child. And another child came after that. Through Bathsheba, who could not go back to a dead husband. Her husband was already dead. So Bathsheba remained in the palace. I believe that not only that David repented, even the woman Bathsheba must have repented and started learning the ways of God. God decided to choose a son through Bathsheba to do his work. God in his wisdom did that. If we will consider the wisdom of God, 
we will do things differently. Not the way the world will do it, but the way God will do it. Because God will reveal to us what his mind is, what his decision is, what he wants to do. And once it's revealed, we know that it's the will of God. So, again, David must have repented. Of course, David repented and Bathsheba must have repented. And the Lord blessed them with Solomon and chose Solomon to be king. So, this was a a special choice. A special choice. A choice that man did not make. A choice that God made. Now, if we look at 1 Kings chapter 2, we see how David called Solomon and began to speak to him about things. In chapter 2 of 1 Kings, we see, Now the days of David drew near that he should die, and he charged Solomon, his son, saying, I go the way of all the living. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man, and keep the charge of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do, and wherever you turn, that the Lord may fulfill the, his word which he spoke concerning me. If you go to verse 6, it says, Therefore do according to your wisdom, and do not let his gray hair go down to the grave in peace. That's talking about Joab, what Joab did. The foolish thing or the wicked thing that Joab did. And uh, David said, I know that you are a man of wisdom. Do according to your wisdom. This is David talking to Solomon. You are a man of wisdom. He's talking to, you know, someone who is about a teenager, you know, maybe about 20 years old. You know, a young man. I say, I know you have wisdom. Not only that, if you look at verse 9, he said, Now therefore, do not hold him guiltless. Talking about another person. For you are a wise man and know what you ought to do to him. You are a wise man. This is David again talking to Solomon. I know you are a wise man. I know you have wisdom. He's a father talking to the son. You wonder what is in the head of the son. What the son is thinking of. Wow. My father says, I'm wise. Wow. I must be wise. You know. You begin to think wise. You begin to think you are wise. Solomon did not let any of these get in his head. He did not become proud, not become prideful because of this. If we look at our text, 1 Kings chapter 3, from verse 6. After that, the Lord asked him and said, What do you want me to give you? What shall I give you? I want to give you something. I'm about to give you something. I would like to give you anything. Just ask me. What's, what's, you see, the Lord don't just say things to us. The Lord doesn't just say things to us. He says things to us based on what is in our heart. So there was something in the heart of Solomon. Solomon had something in his heart. And the Lord came and said, what are you thinking? It seems you want to ask me something. Ask. What are you thinking? Ask. There's something in your heart. Ask me. Ask me. What do you want to ask me? Ask me. Amen. It's like your father comes to you and say, calls you in the middle of the night and say, come, come, come seems there is something troubling you. There is something going on in your heart. Tell me. Tell me. It's, it's like God called him in the middle of the night and woke him up. In this case, didn't wake him up. They came to him in a dream. Said, there is something in your heart. You are thinking of something. You want to ask me something. Ask. I am right here now. I am here to listen to you. What is in your heart? Ask me. And you will see what came out. Verse 6. And Solomon said, You have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father. 
because he walked before you in truth, in righteousness, in uprightness of heart with you, you have continued this great kindness for him, and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David, but I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. We see from verse 6 that Solomon's heart is a heart of gratefulness, a heart of thanksgiving. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778, extension 2. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.